the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. And I am so excited today because I have Stacy Light with us. I recently met her at a conference. We had a great conversation. Stacy is a teacher. She's a writer. And most of all, she's a listener with a huge heart. Welcome to the show, Stacy. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. It really is. It's wonderful. I I love the title of your new children's book. There's a story in every seat. And so how many years have you been teaching? Oh, goodness, you're going to date me. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm a veteran teacher. I think this will be my 28th year. Oh, that's so good. I think that's wonderful. Um, yes. Tell us a little bit about your life, how God came into your life, and what what inspired you to teach others? Yeah, so um, I grew up in a Christian home, and I became a Christian at the age of 13. Um, and um, I just always wanted to be a teacher. I actually would rally all my neighborhood kids into my basement and would teach them poor things. They had to sit there in rows and listen to me teach. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> so I love it. I, I think I was a teacher um, pretty early on. I think that was my destiny. Um, but um, I've taught elementary, I've taught middle grades, and then I skipped high school and went right to uh, the university, and I'm working in the elementary department um, at UNCG uh, Greensboro in North Carolina, Okay. and I'm teaching future teachers and loving it. Oh, is this rewarding to be to teach teachers now, so you're really investing, it's going farther and wider? Yeah, it's it's actually great because the groups that I get, I actually get to keep them for two years. I get mm. them as juniors, wow. and I get to see them grow and expand and um, just fly like birds out of the nest. And by the time they're seniors, they are wonderful teachers. So watching that growth over those two years is huge to me. And uh, we build relationships, mm-hmm. and I have them to my house, and my husband knows my students. And um, you know, it's, it becomes a family, actually. It's really, it's really special to me. Oh, that's really important. You know, for me, I'm a, I'm a pastor's wife. We have a church family. I think about the, the people that are listening that have elementary students or middle school students, or maybe they have a business. How can you help us to go deeper in our relationships, to make better connections, to learn to listen, all these things uh, that you're teaching? Help us to understand that. Um, yeah, so honestly, I think it's super simple. It just takes time. Um, but as a teacher, I learned very quickly that um, I was talking too much and not listening enough. And I was um, trying to get the content into their little ears and into their little minds. And um, sometimes I needed to sit back and listen to them. And what I'm realizing, uh, the more and more that I teach, is that these little people in the seats in front of me, they have their own stories. And sometimes their stories um, have happy endings, and sometimes they come with trauma 
or um, parents with divorce or they've moved multiple times. Maybe they're in a military family and they've moved a lot. Um, but so many children come into the schools with a lot on their minds and a lot they want to talk about. And sometimes it's just about listening to them and caring and going the extra mile and perhaps even going to a ballet recital or a soccer game just to show up and tell them, you know, you're more than just your math score to me. How can a teacher have time to do that when they have 30 students? Are there ways to <laughs> incorporate that into the day? Yeah, it, you know, it's hard. And so what I actually did was I, I had a calendar, and when I taught middle school and I had 90-something kids, um, I knew that I couldn't be there all the time for everyone, but I did try to keep track of students that had different things outside of class that they talked about, and I would say, you know, when you get a schedule, give me your schedule, and I will try to attend one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would never tell them I promised to be at this game because um, I just didn't want to make an empty promise. So I I would do it more as a surprise. I, do, I would just show up. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought it was better because I wasn't making a promise that I couldn't keep, but also it was something that they would enjoy when I did show up. Um, so I did. I tried to go to something for any that I knew had a schedule that they brought to me. Wow. Um, and I mapped it out in my calendar way in advance, and um, my, my, even my family came with me. I had, um, at that time, I had kids of my own, and sometimes they came with me, and my husband would come along, or we'd go out to dinner after. But um, we'd just make it into a family event, and um, it ended up being something we would all enjoy. Wow. I think that's wonderful, and I think it means a lot when you're that kid and you look up and your teacher is there. I know the the teacher made me cry. <laughs> the teachers <laughs> in my life that made such a difference um, for me really did care on a one-on-one basis. And they, I remember one teacher, she would bring me an apple after school and we'd go walking, and I helped her build mm-hmm. sets uh, for the theater department. But tell me, yeah. what do you? How do you connect with that child that's been traumatized? What do you say? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I, I really just say to them, um, I know that you have something going on in your life, and if you want to talk to me about it, I'm here for you. And whatever you're going to tell me, um, you know, if, if I need to share it with somebody, you know, if it's abuse or neglect or something, I'm bound as a teacher that I have to um, share that with um, Children Protective Services. And um, so I let them know that, too, if they tell sure. me something. Um, but most of the time, it's just something, you know, um, I don't want to go here this weekend, or I don't want to do this, or just something like um, a family thing that they just don't want to, they don't want to talk about with somebody else in their family, but they just want to get it off their off their chest, and it feels good to let it out. And I think as adults, you know what that's like, because a lot of times we pick up the phone, and sometimes we just want to vent to somebody, and then we feel better. Mm-hmm. And I think if they know that, you know, they can share something with us and we're not going to make decisions about them and we're not going to make judgments about them and we are just going to love them, then then they know that, you know, everything is going to be okay. So every day is a new day and you make a mistake, they start over the next day fresh and they're ready to go. What do you say to get someone to talk if they're a clam? You're trying to listen, but they don't want to talk. Are there things you can say to them to help them to open up their heart? 
Yeah, it can be really hard because there are a lot of introverted people who really don't feel comfortable talking. Um, but usually I just start talking about something and I try to find something that we have in common. And usually after a few minutes, um, you can find something that you have in common. But um, it, it takes time and, and effort. Um, and kids can see through someone that's a phony, and they'll call you out if they don't feel like you're genuine. Mm -hmm. So I think you really have to um, to really want to get to know those kids. And I believe, truthfully, if they know that you are genuine and that you're caring, they will eventually open up to you. I've never had a student that wouldn't open up to me, but there were times that I really had to work to get a, a child to trust me if they came from a lot of trauma in their background. Um, but eventually all of them would come around. But it just it just comes down to I care about you, and um, I'm going to smile at you every day that you walk in the door. I'm going to show you love and grace when you make mistakes. And it um, doesn't matter if you fail a test, you're more than a test grade. Um, so I think that they just need to understand that, you know, we look at them as more than just the grades in the grade book. So that's kind of the atmosphere that you create in that classroom. How do you, how can you help us to learn to listen better? Or can anyone learn to be a better listener? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think it just takes time because I think sometimes, especially teachers, we are talkers. Um, and I think, you know, sometimes people that are extroverts are talkers. Um, but I think um, we just have to really say to ourselves, um, in order to build a strong relationship, whether it is with a child in the classroom or whether it's with our new spouse or our own child in our own home, um, I have to learn to be quiet in order to hear what's important to someone else. And it, it takes time, but a lot of times, um, I remember when I was a young teacher and I wasn't good at it. I would literally have my watch on and I would tell myself, you need to do 20 seconds without talking. Mm. And even if the student wouldn't talk, it felt like a really long time. Yeah, 20 seconds can be a long pause. But to, to be honest, most of the time, they would end up filling in the gap themselves and start the conversation. And um, I wouldn't have to say anything. But usually, you know, if I just patted them on the back and said, you know, and just waited it out and just kept smiling at them, they would end up saying something and and the conversation would take a, a good turn and in a good direction and it would end up being something that we could enjoy the time together. I think that's really good. Well, we have about 30 seconds left. Is there anything else you want to share about connection? I just want to say take, take time. You know, I think we are so busy in our world today and, um, the things that we do, oftentimes we feel are very important, but I think the people in our lives um, are also very important. And sometimes we just need to uh, take a minute and remind the people in our lives how important they are, each one of us. And uh, often God gives us those people in our lives as, you know, wonderful gifts that we forget to tell them how much we appreciate them. Oh, so, yeah. Um, that's so true. Yeah. Well, this is Stacy yeah. Light. Go to StacyLight.com. There's a story in every seat that's straight from the teacher's mouth. I, I know that I want to connect more, listen more. All of us can just take that time, slow down, 
I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. Thanks for enjoying the show today, and I'll see you. I'll hear you next time. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.